Hi, and welcome back to KRUI 89.7 Iowa City. Um, this is the news at five. I'm Samir Ali. And I'm Zoe Swinton. And we're, we're, we're here to let you know what's been happening in the world. Um, just a quick shout out to uh, JD and Sydney for a great show before us. And uh, True. all the wonderful banter that came from that. And we hope to kind of embody that level of banter for the news today. If we can. It's if a pretty uh, high order. It is a very high order of banter. Um, so let's start off with some incredibly breaking breaking news in terms of like it just i i just found out about it like 10 minutes ago yeah i i saw i saw stuff about it this morning but oh, i don't think it had sorry. been i don't think it had been official, as, as publicized official. Or, yeah yeah um okay uh so the it's in the it's the uh, the democrats are launching an, an impeachment inquiry mm-hmm. um after donald trump nancy pelosi nancy um house speaker nancy pelosi uh came out with a statement earlier today Talking about how really what they were waiting for, what, what they were waiting for previously was like hard evidence, and Trump has arguably said that he was withholding aid to the Ukraine. Um, he said that it was not in links to uh, use as leverage for like to look into corruption charges against Biden. Um, it was just it just so happened to happen, you know, just mm-hmm. happenstance that he was withholding aid and that he wanted this information. It wasn't a leveraging tool. It was just they were both in the same room. What can you say? Um, so with that, that's kind of, you know, this has been, you know, talking point, I think, ever since he was, like, elected. I w- I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm like, so I wonder if they're going to impeach him or something because he's been saying a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff that just seems kind of, like, unethical to be saying as a president and, like, doing a bunch of things that seems to be, like, unethical as a president. When are they going to go ahead and be like, "Yo, that's not cool"? Um, so they've they've finally done that, and so this is this is interesting because I think a lot of the a lot of the original kind of hesitancy was, okay, we're going to start um, if we start something like an impeachment trial or like an impeachment inquiry, then we're essentially telling the American people that either you are on this case or on this side. So I think the fear was they would be starting to radicalize some of the moderates that they wish to appeal for more. Mm -hmm. But maybe something about their conscience kicked in. They were like, oh, wait, he's really out here not not doing kosher things. Like, how do we how do we intervene with that? (laughs) You know, Um, so, yeah, it will. You know, this will develop. Uh, I think currently the White House and the Department of Justice are withholding some of the um, the specifics of what was said and you know things like that but the democrats are asking for that to be released more of this will come through kind of as we know more you yeah know, so this is this is definitely really really big yeah people have been i mean we've been talking about launching an impeachment inquiry since like day one like <laughs> since he said he had the biggest like uh what is it called the presidential like uh inauguration the, the biggest pop yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally day one <laughs> like, literally day one um no but yeah oh sorry and then just to clarify where this is all coming off of um he had met with the newly elected ukrainian president uh van vileckis vileckis oh. oh i'm so bad with with uh, eastern european last names um with uh, Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky, Volodymyr Zelensky, who was a comedian in the Ukraine, if you guys didn't know this, he played. He was Ukrainian in. <laughs> he's Ukrainian. He's a comedian in the Ukraine, um, who played the president on TV and then just became the president. So in many ways, I they kind of 
Ukraine followed a similar suit to what the U.S. did. They were just like, we want someone way out of left field. This guy said he'll do it. Let's just yeah. let's see what he has to say. So I um, haven't really heard a whole lot from him. So this is coming off of that where they said that the U.S. was holding off $400 million in aid to look into Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. So kind of, yeah. Mm, all right. Juicy. Some, some juicy news <laughs> off the top for you there. Um Let's see, there's there's some other news. We can either go to the UK where we got some Brexit news. You know Samira loves to talk about Brexit. I think let's talk about Brexit right now. Let's okay. just like get through it. Let's just get yeah. through it. Um, so, okay, so uh, I'm not going to give you the full recap. If you'd like to, you know, full recap, there's a lot of recounts of everything that has happened with Brexit. This is an ongoing thing for years. Most recently, um, Boris Johnson came out and suspended Parliament from convening and essentially in many ways just criticizing anything and everything he does. Um, which seems like the it was it was like kind of his motivation for it presumably, um, and what many lawmakers were saying was that that was un, both unethical and illegal to do that he could not suspend Parliament for the reasons that he stated because he didn't really have any reasons, um, and his I, I think his political fear was that they would try to go back through Brexit and try to figure out the details and then really question a lot of mm-hmm. what you know what he's proposing through so uh in the the supreme court in the uk has just ruled that that was illegal and that the parliament will continue and will reside tomorrow um in which the banter about brexit will continue um you know opposition leader justin corbyn has been or uh, leader corbyn has said you know that he should step down multiple times saying that he was like an unelected leader that just came from kind of inherited Theresa's may's vision um and in many ways i don't know it's kind of at this point it seems like his momentum of brexit that he had coming in through it is really being hindered um, and lost and that could just be what is being projected out to the i mean you know in foreign media but Mm -hmm. um so many people (laughs) pretty much everything that i see is like critiquing the concept of brexit maybe i'm just reading it through a long the wrong filter but um so yeah, so Parliament will convene uh, now, and they still have this uh, October thirty first deadline for Brexit. Um, essentially, what they what he was trying to do was trying to stop them from convening before October fourteenth. So now they have an extra um, two and a half weeks, thereabouts, three weeks. Today's the twenty fourth. Yeah. Oh, so three weeks basically. Yeah, three weeks. Um, to talk more about where Brexit is going, where the UK is going. Um, it's kind of an interesting stuff. Cause I mean, like, what if the what if New York just said, "Yeah, toodles, bye." <laughs> that's it. I mean, the rest of us would be like, "Ooh, it's upsetting." But then also, like, economic zones aren't as um, unanimously distributed in the U- EU as they are kind of in the U.S. Like, the largest cities are like within three different states: New York, Florida. Like, ten of the largest cities are in like three different states: Texas, Florida, and New York. California. Sorry, California, Florida. yeah. So, I mean, like the rest of us are kind of SOL if they decide to saddle off. Anyway. Kind of like on. Spain and Barcelona. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. Shout out to that. Shout out to them trying to be independent and then like the rest of Spain being like, no. Catalonia's been going hard for so long. They really have been. Um, shout out Barcelona y otras partes de España. That's just I the seas. Sp- yeah, I got you. Yeah, I had a Spanish professor from Spain, and she, yeah, loved it. All right, um, we can move on now to our our next story here. Um, kind of two different things. I one one thing is I've I've been 
all over the weekend, Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Um, do you, so well, do you want to talk, elaborate some more? Or? Yeah. So Greta, I think her last name is pronounced Thunberg. Thunberg. Um, she is 16. She's been <laughs> organizing for climate change action for a while now um she actually organized a climate strike in sweden where she's from in last year and no one showed up there's a there's a really powerful picture of her sitting outside i can't remember what building it is like the like the swedish parliament or something some sort of big government building she's sitting there on the ground with her knees pulled up and a sign next to her that says in swedish um climate strike like students for climate or something, climate strike, something like that. And she's just alone. And now, flash forward a year, millions and millions of people showed up for the climate strike mm-hmm. on Friday. So she is was speaking at the UN Climate Action Summit in New York, as well as the United Nations General Assembly these past few days. And everything that she said went viral because first of all, she's, she's 16. She's producing videos with now this she's she's been traveling she isn't in school right now because she's been traveling around the world trying to raise awareness trying to get politicians and world leaders to take action on climate change and so during her speech this weekend she called out global leaders and i'm actually i was gonna say i wouldn't know if yeah i'm gonna play it Yeah, if it loads. Okay. There's an ad. So <laughs> anyway, um, it'll it'll play in a couple seconds, but it's it went viral because people are people are hearing what she has to say and recognizing the importance of her words and especially recognizing that because they're coming from someone so long so young, it means so much more because she's she is the generation who's going to have to deal with the <coughs> current inaction of world leaders. It's all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away? Yeah. So she yeah, very powerful words. Yeah, it's so like fairy tales of economic growth or something that she said. Um that these global leaders are just looking towards economies instead of acknowledging the cl- the implications of, of and, their actions. Yeah. yeah. No, most definitely. Um also, yeah, uh, in many ways, I, I think people like detach themselves from the idea of a protest. I mean, like, she's right. I mean, she's a 16-year-old that should be in school, but she's, you know, talking in front of the UN 
mm-hmm. um, in New York after taking a boat across the ocean. Right. She didn't fly, which is another thing, very powerful statement that she she like said that she was like, I should be across the ocean mm-hmm. and I'm having to come here where like the, the world consensus and like is that, the, you know, I mean, that climate change is happening and that we are the direct causers of it. And then like us as the largest consumers are like, nah, it's not happening. Yeah. I mean, at least our government is, you know, pushing that. And I suppose in many ways, local infrastructure also means, I mean, that is what Neil, anyway, we won't get into the whole thing, but um, no, it is, it's very, very strong stuff that, you know, she came through and um, incredibly inspiring for, you know, what she did. And also, you know, there was the, like you said, there was protests all throughout the United States. Yeah, all throughout the world. world. And it was entirely organized by students, not just, not college students, but young people, Mm -hmm. high schoolers. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the people that I knew that were organizing it here were seniors in high school, and I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah. good for you!" Yeah. So this this really does seem to be like, I mean, even I, I mean, I feel like I'm part of the younger generation, mm-hmm. young movement. But this seems to be something that is even appealing, like people below me, which yeah. is crazy. That I mean, not to say that, that the environment and climate change isn't on my mind or something that I'm concerned about, but in terms of the impactfulness of it, it's seeming to really, you know, it's yeah. being talked about. And and it's something. I mean, as someone who is involved in not just politics, but organizing for social change in general, it's really powerful seeing the amount of people who have stepped up, like despite being young, despite whether whether these kids, whether people in general believe in electoralism or not, um, using using their voice, even if they can't vote in an election right like like recognizing the power of a collective recognizing the power of getting their entire generation to stand up against older generations who have been complicit in creating this this environment um and standing up to them despite like all of these perceptions of hierarchy that might exist um just in terms of age and who holds power it's it's so cool to see that when all of these kids stand together that they they're truly truly making change and i love it yeah no it is it is fantastic stuff i cannot agree more um and off of that real quick we're going to go to a psa break and then we will be right back afterwards don't go anywhere Oh, hi. Right now, I'm getting a remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down. Uh, see, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. Uh, visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hello and welcome back to KRUY 89.7 FM. This is the news at 5. Um, we're in Iowa City, still <laughs> haven't gone anywhere. Um, that was Smokey Bear, which always seems to be the PSA that comes up whenever. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pressing the same PSA button or, <laughs> or I'm just... Smokey just feels like when Samira's on, they got to know about it. I always hear Smokey, fires. yeah. Or when, when Samira's always on, sorry. Um all right, so moving on now to kind of an interesting um, opinion piece, kind of. Um, not not opinion, 
what actually happened was that the the survivors of the 2012 Aurora shooting, uh, Batman theater shooting mm-hmm. in Aurora, Colorado, um, two of them, a husband and wife, have come together and they've started their own initiative uh, called Survivors Empowered, which is basically a, a kind of a gun rights activist movement and amongst many other things, I think sources, you know, pe- uh, um, people they can co- counseling, things like that, trying to, you know, get this ever-growing community kind of trying to give them some sort of answer as to what what allowed them to live their, you know, what allowed that event to impact their life or, you know, what yeah. will this be? Um, and they were particularly critical of the new Joker film um, in which they've, they've asked, you know, Warner Brothers to specifically, you know, sign a petition saying that they're going to go against gun lobbyists, the NRA, things like that, and try to eliminate some of that from their, um, from some of their movies. Uh, interesting enough, it, this is something that I was not aware of until getting, um, later into the into the article Joaquin Phoenix who was the guy who plays the Joker um, when he was in an interview with the Telegraph in the UK uh, he w- when he was asked this is quoting from the article when he was asked if he was worried that the film might end up, up inspiring the kinds of people it's about with potentially tragic results he late um, he left and he left he like got up from the interview and left he later returned explaining that that, that he was thrown because the question hadn't crossed his mind um it's it is an interesting question you know this kind of i i that's maybe why i brought it up it's what what is the line between um kind of fiction and like the reality of things now it doesn't seem it seems as though as technology visually becomes more and more realistic it's staying more realistic like instead of I can instead of like I can make a perfect image of your face right now with all these points and stuff mm-hmm. instead of me using that level of design and and so forth to create something new a new creature a new whatever different colors but like with that same level of intricacy we're staying with this human perspective and then we're also within our films staying within things that are making it more and more real you know I think at one point in time uh like shoot 'em ups and spaghetti westerns were hilarious because you know you got these like fake clear fake packets of blood that are like exploding like crazy i i mean i don't know it just seemed so unrealistic and un you know fantastical and there was more more clear symbolism Mm -hmm. than there is like now where it's just like i haven't seen the joker film i haven't you know i haven't either yeah but I can I can imagine that if it follows in line with what much of what the batman arkham theme was um it's just like very dark and very like real and like these are like this is a real person and this is you know when he kills someone it's like he really kills him it's just like wow um interesting debate i don't know you know i feel the same way about video games too where i'm like i kind of liked it when my character wasn't really like real you know now Mm -hmm. it's just like you get to play john taylor private and blah 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 he has a wife two kids and you shoot blah 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 whatever you know insert here storyline but um yeah i don't know i think that really relates to the virtual reality kind of yeah i was thinking about that like this rise of enjoyment and usage of virtual reality and simulations like sims is one of the games that i think has remained like the most steadily popular Mm. I mean, there are, there are definitely like a few others, of course, but people are still playing Sims. They're still like creating these worlds and these lives for their Sims. Um, 
without like violence or without yeah i mean like i, I don't know what the weirdest thing you can do in sims you is. can i mean you can kill your people you can like <laughs> you can you can lock them in a room and like make the door not exist anymore or something yeah you can you can drown them you can <laughs> wow okay I catch mean, them on fire so it seems like you've done some i've actually like never sims. played sims i don't know why i know all of this because i genuinely like have never played it yeah. maybe it just comes across my twitter but no I, I i would agree with your comment though that saying that sims has been like yeah the, for my entire childhood and then mm -hmm. up till now i still it's see still, sims on price yeah. for like 60 bucks the new sims is coming out there's a gajillion expansion packs mm -hmm. Um, but so, and I mean, that was like one of the very first mechanisms of simulation or like kind of blurring the lines between reality and the virtual world. But mm -hmm. now, like you're saying, all of these video games and these movies are becoming a lot more realistic and mm -hmm. playing with the participant or viewer's emotions. So then when you add violence into that in tandem with the amount of violence that we're seeing in our own lives it truly truly does become blurred yeah and like almost hard to grapple with like it mm -hmm. depends on how much detachment you actually want from the content that you're that you're consuming but. no it, it's definitely i i think um not to really hamper on this but it is interesting i i thought about this like about like development in general one thing that doesn't i think come up a lot is the idea that like time is a component of it mm -hmm. or that I live in a world where I have seen like a phone that actually dialed where you rotate it. Right. Maybe it's because it was just where I was. That was just like the model there. It wasn't that I grew up with, but I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I've experienced it and I understand how it works fundamentally. There's kids now that maybe will never see a landline. Oh, and that's like a no, reality yeah. that, I mean, it isn't like you can't force that reality on them. That's just like what they live. Mm -hmm. So with like the exposure of video games and like movies and things like that, the reality of what the, what the movie is showing versus like, what you're seeing and realizing that it is a movie or realizing that it is something fantastical or that it's an art piece or that it's something that's made rather than kind of something that you can achieve or something mm -hmm. that you can do, I think are becoming much more blurred, blurred lines. But shout out, um, what's his name? No, actually don't shout out him. He's kind of a perv. The name of the song for Blurred Lines. Oh, Robin Thicke. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh -huh. So. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Uh, did you know that a lost continent has been found? A lost continent? And it's like not the first one. Where did it go? So they like <laughs> kind of knew it existed, sort of. But it's called Greater Adria. And it broke off from North Africa and mm. was buried under Southern Europe 140 million years ago. Oh, wow. So this, the article that I found about it goes into a lot of detail, but it details but it's also like kind of confusing to understand mm -hmm. so i'm not sure exactly <laughs> what's happening they talk a lot about plate tectonics and mm. the geography of the mediterranean mm. and they it says something about how like you might have been here without realizing it because vast quote vast numbers of tourists spend their holiday each year on the lost continent of greater adria so i'm thinking it's referencing like the parts of greater Adria that aren't buried under Autism. Southern Europe, but they, they talk a lot. It talks about how the geography of the Mediterranean is super complex, like compared to nearly every other <coughs> geological surface on earth. 
where it's curved and broken and stacked on top of each other in comparison to like mountain ranges like the Himalayas and things like that. So it says that Greater Adria was mostly underwater and covered by shallow seas, coral reefs, and sediments. And then the sediments formed rocks, which were scraped off when Adria went under Europe. And then it was those rocks that were scraped off that formed the mountain ranges. Oh. So, like, that, I think, is the reference to, you might have been here before. Like, you spent your holidays in Uh, in the Alps. So, like, we feel the effects of Greater Adria. Yeah. And maybe not identify it as much. Yeah. Then, you know... I I wonder what classifies as a continent then. I have no idea. It says that. I'm, I'm gonna um, real quick here. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it says that it's not the first time a lost continent has been found, and that they found one in January of 2017. It was just a piece of continent left over from a supercontinent from 200 million years ago. That they found, but it's now covered in lava. Oh. And it's under an island in the Indian Ocean. But anyway. Rest in peace. Did you find the answer to continent? Any of the world's main continuous expanses of land. How big does a continuous expanse need to be? <laughs> this is according <laughs> to Lexico. Wait, no, I had another one up. Uh, continent. Any of the world's main continuous expanses of land. Yeah, this is the exact... I actually don't... It actually is interesting to me because I would... I don't know how they classify it because it's not even necessarily just like a solo piece of land, right? It's not like Australia or Antarctica necessarily because then you have like... Asia, Europe. Exactly, and they're totally touching. Africa, yeah. They're they're all like... Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway... Let's just say a large expansive part of land. Yeah. I guess. But I mean, even then, the Mediterranean Sea isn't that big. And I yeah, feel I have like no idea. it says, actually, it gave me a size. <coughs> Pardon the cough. I apologize. It doesn't, it doesn't say exactly how big it is. It said, oh. yeah, it doesn't say how big it is. Oh, well, but who knows? But I mean, this is interesting. I mean, just to think about like the reformation of like land before we knew it. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, going off of that uh, in fifth grade. This is a bit of diversion here. Uh, in fifth grade, I had a coach who was also a religious studies teacher slash sex ed coach. Uh, se- not sex ed coach. Sorry. Sex ed instructor. <laughs> okay. Important clarification there. Massive important <laughs> clarification there. He was a coach, sex ed teacher, but above all else, he was a Christian first. And I just remember he like sat us down one day and like gave us a whole anti-Pangea presentation about oh. how none of none of this works look how america has to be flipped in this image and then where, where does mexico go who, who knows i can't remember. i've never heard about that before yeah no huh. he was um i mean he was very much like the the bible like the, the earth was created in like seven days like literally seven, oh, seven right, right, right. Period, 24 hour period so um i had never yeah. i had never i've never heard <coughs> of pangea before that i've heard of pangea oh, okay i've never heard of that theory of creationism applied to the context of changing geography right oh, yeah like i'd never like i'd always just assumed that it meant like yeah the world was created in six days but also like it's still 
changed like land masses still moved around i don't know i had never right. thought of it as like it is it was made how it is it is made how it is yeah he um <clears throat> big believer in that god made everything the way exactly that it was and there huh. was no change over time that's really interesting yeah um it was interesting being around for extensive periods of time um before we get into the weather so do you have any shout outs that you want to you want to throw out there um you don't have to have any it's fine too yeah shout out to my professor because i have an exam in his class on thursday mm -hmm. and i'm trying i'm just gonna shout him out because i i need some good vibes for that exam Heck yeah <laughs> all right i'm all about it um a quick quick shout out to anyone that's listening uh shout out molly shout out lubna if you're on here um Shout out Quicken Loans, who urges Americans to switch to a 15-year fixed loan. Not. That's not a shout out. Don't. Shout out to uh, Zubair, who I'm going to meet. Shout out Zubes. Um, outside, it currently feels 80 degrees Fahrenheit. It's sunny. Feels like 81. Um, UV index, 1 of 10. I don't know what that means, but... It means that the sun is not doesn't have strong UV light rays, so like it's not radiating us. Is it when should i be concerned what number seven is pretty solid eight to ten is like you're gonna get burned uh mm. it's like never ten I nine is insanely high uh -oh. sorry i don't want ooh, labelist language i'm working on that labelist ableist language ableist language it's really high um and tonight it will storm with a low of 65 so yes thank you so much for listening into the radio uh, and more specifically, the news at five. Yeah. With me. With Samir. Samir featuring. Featuring. <laughs> <laughs> me. No. Um, thank you so much, Zoe, for coming on and, yeah. and you know having some banter. Um, feel free to join us. Um, not tomorrow. I cannot come in tomorrow. I have a test. So excited. Oh, good luck. Thank you so much. Um, but yes, please join us the rest of the week for news at five. Um, goodbye. Have a good day. According to Bundle.com, the average utility bill for Iowans is $183 per month. I agree that seems a bit high. Green Iowa AmeriCorps is here to help by offering free home audits and weatherization.